This episode of Super Legit brought to you by Tom Selleck, the Kaiser Permanente Physical Therapy Department, and a sincere hope that bodily fluids don't make you squeamish. Welcome back to the Super Legit Podcast. Uh, we are having so much fun on this show. I, I, I want to share real quick with my listeners. Oh, that was beautiful. I want to share real quick with my listeners that much like Your the listeners. hair club for men, I am not just uh, the host of this show, but I am a listener and I'm just having so much fun with it. And I am having so much fun with these people who I'm watching on the screen in front of me all trying to break me as usual. I think it's time to introduce these beautiful people. And we're going to do it with the uh, last time we actually had just one question that I thought was really poignant. And this one specifically is extra poignant because uh, Chris Sanders just got himself a new house and it, yeah. it, it, it brought this to mind. Uh, uh, I'll start with this one. They say you can't go home again. What's a place from your past that you remember fondly that just couldn't possibly be the same now? So let's, let's throw that at you, Chris Sanders, first, and then I'll pass it on to everybody else. Uh, camp Wakeshma. Tell us about Camp Wakeshma. Camp Wakeshma is a camp and still exists in uh, southwest Michigan. Summer camp, uh, its sister camp that is shares shares its borders, is a crazy, super Christian camp. Uh, they run it by have counselors are high school kids. And then all the kid camp kids are like middle schoolers and freshmen. Um, so and that sounds normal. So your camp was not this crazy Christian camp. That was the one next door. Yes. Uh, and I'm okay. sorry. I'm, I'm working on this screenplay right now. Keep going. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It writes itself. Uh, they some sequels. I think. They would do everything they can. The counselors would do everything they could to scare the shit out of. Middle, the middle schoolers that mostly middle schoolers that were uh, in the camp, you were divided into two groups, age groups. The uh, Chippewas were the older kids and the Potawatomis were the younger kids. The Chippewa and Potawatomi are both uh, Native American tribes mm-hmm. uh, yep. of the Michigan area in the Midwest area. And uh, how many of these children in this camp were, of course, of uh, uh, tribal descent versus just white kids masquerading Zero. as tribe it's members? All, yep. Oh, all shocking. white kids. Native American mm-hmm. appropriation is incredibly yeah. common in organized camps, mm-hmm. taken from the professional camp yeah. <laughs> and then the 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 culminating depending on which camp you did because they have different ones like there's i know there's a co-ed one there's like a there's there's just different themes for your however long you stay and then you do various activities while you're there like i did archery and sailing and Ooh, sailing um yeah it was like, on a lake Little sits on a lake, yeah. Little sailboats. Wow. Uh, they have a high dive. Right in itself. They have a high dive platform into the lake that I, three times in a row, jumped off trying to dive and straight belly flopped. Oh. Um, oh. It was awful. I pissed my pants in front of everybody Show off. in my cabin because they're, they, have a, they have an hour-long quiet time uh, where you are not allowed to leave your cabin, even to go to the restroom. And my camp counselor, who is the reason I I 
wish I didn't, but I hate Pearl Jam because <laughs> he could not sleep without playing the entire oh, no. night while he slept the Pearl Jam album with Jeremy on it. Oh, 10. 10. 10 That's yeah. an amazing album. Uh, it's a, it's, but not like that. Not like no, that. No, not like that. Yeah. Then I can't sleep. I didn't get to sleep. And then when I had to pee halfway through this quiet time, I was like, can I please go to the bathroom? No, it's quiet time. Jeremy oh. Spurkin was in the background. <laughs> Don't laugh at that. Uh, and laugh I like at that. that's not funny. I like that's stood, not funny. I stood back and was like, I can all right, I can hold it. And at the camp with me in the same cabin is my brother and his best friend Robbie at the time, who had my fucking back. Like they're both they're both almost Chippewas, okay? They're Some both would say they were better men. Like a year and a half older. <laughs> Uh, nice. Yeah, they, they were. <laughs> Every like five minutes, I went back and asked him, I really need to, I, I got to go bad. I get, he wouldn't let me. About five minutes before the quiet time ended, sure, I couldn't hold it anymore. And it just started coming out. And I'm, it was an even flow. I'm just shaking my head, but no. And my brother and Robbie. They like they like looked at me with pride almost. It wasn't a. It was they like were, they were alive. Yeah, they, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They were they were fully in support of me and hated this dude. Uh, but it all leads to the end of your week in camp or two weeks. They do the Battle of Bunker Hill, which is the Chippewas on one side and the Potawatomi's on the other. And the you all run at each other, and in the first round, everybody gets a cup of uh, water, mm-hmm. and you toss water on everybody. And then the second round, everybody gets a cup of flour, sure. and you toss flour, and then you count, you know, how many wounded you have to see who wins. It always ends up in a tie, mysteriously. <laughs> but <laughs> the chip, the Chippewas have all likely been there before, and they know that that flour is super dry. And if you just shoot it right in somebody's mouth, it fucking oh. sucks. Oh. So, <laughs> so if you're a Potawatomi, you just get a mouthful of flour, dry oh. ass flour, and you can't breathe because you just ran full speed screaming across a field. Now, was it all guys or was there a daughter? In there? No, there was not a daughter. <laughs> I, I went to the all I went to. The, I didn't do the co-ed. I did the all boys. Oh, it was an all boys camp. Well, it depends. That's what I said. It depends on the depends on which part of the summer you go. So, like the weeks. I'm, I'm going to jump in. Uh, here. The weeks okay. I went was all boys. There's co-ed too. This question was someplace that you. It wouldn't be the same if you went back to it. We're so far away. from Oh, it's sure. absolutely not the same. I thought that was going to be like a positive thing, but it really sounds like this was a pretty negative experience. I wanted oh, to feel like negative. I couldn't go back there because now I'm this military trained badass. And all these people that wronged me, I'd fuck them up. Well, but those people are gone now. It's a fucking summer camp. Wait, you killed them already? For, yes. Wow. Oh, oh, oh. oh, wow. That took a turn. <laughs> those people are gone now. I'm just picturing what a badass you would be at that, like, throwing flower game now. Like, you know, with all the might of the U.S. military in your training. You know, like, well, because we I'm, spend so much time training with flour and water. I just mean like your, you know, ability to stay quiet, your ability to, you know, move quickly, your agility, you know, your physical prowess is much stronger than hopefully that of a Potawatomi. Uh, and by that, I do not mean the native tribe. 
Uh, by that I mean the children. Yeah, but at this point you're talking about these are like these are like 13 year old boys, and I'm nearly a 40 year old man with a replaced knee. So, nah, they are way more agile. Cybernetics, than I am. yes, cybernetics. Yeah, we got it. Jeez. <laughs> well, uh, he's more machine now than man. Move moving uh, along from the uh, yellow bedwetter, uh, Michael Hyman. <laughs> Since you also have camp experience, not that you should tie it to this, but let's ask you the same thing next. What's a what's a place you can't go home again for? It's, it's, it's funny. Well, um, yeah, Sanders, I have a very similar story to the one you told about uh, peeing your pants. Peeing your pants. Yeah, it's a little worse. Is this is this our show's <laughs> theme now? Uh, <laughs> it's funny because you used to torture a kid while listening to Jeremy. It's fantastic. It's weird. <laughs> I mean, I also have another quick one about peeing in my pants, but basically I did it to impress a girl in third grade. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> okay, yeah, we don't I'm sorry, Michael. We're just gonna hold on your story. Cut to that. Yeah, we're just cut to going that. Back. I want to hear all to that. of Sanders' urinating stories. Yeah. Let's just yeah. get them all out. This is a Sanders remastered episode. Go. What happened? All right. I'll make it very fast. Third grade. The youngest fetish story I've ever heard about. a consistent stream of these stories. Third grade. uh, We had to take. It was was state aptitude test day, uh, which I forget what it's called in Michigan. But I finished the test first in my class. But uh, the teacher had set it up where like. You're not allowed to get up. (laughs) I'm I'm sorry to interrupt real quick, Chris. Chris, uh, hey Jet, can you cut this audio so that way we don't want Mm -hmm. being sued by the famously litigious Pearl Jam? Thank you. I'm sorry, Chris. Cut his mic. Cut his mic. Arms raised in a V. Uh, Please continue your story, Chris. (laughs) The dead lay in pools of maroon below. The only way you could guarantee us getting sued is if you started singing Metallica. Yeah, that'll do it. Yes. He's going to do it. He shut up real fast. He's going to do it. (laughs) He knows. That's legit. Because nothing else matters. super legit. (laughs) Anyways, Michigan Aptitude, uh, State Aptitude Test Day, third grade. I finished the test first and i really had to pee so it kind of convinced me to move faster anyways finished test handed in asked the teacher if i can go to the bathroom no no one can get out of their seat until everyone's done with the test go sit down uh-oh so after uh-oh. lots of lots of contemplating as a third grader i was like well she said no one can get up so all right i can't i can't ask her again and the uh, deductive reasoning led me to um, that once I couldn't hold it anymore, that I was like, okay, got to let it go. So I did. And I I made a puddle in the seat <laughs> under me. And then everyone finished their test. And the teacher asked me to walk around and pick up everybody's test. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, just the worst. And I had to try to disguise it. And nobody said anything. So I think I did, or at least she now looking back, I think she knew that's why she, cause you could smell it. Yeah, that's yeah. why she made me get up and pick up mm-hmm. everyone's tests. What a monster. It was, it, it was like, she was the master oh. of puppets. Yeah. I get right. it. Boss. Yeah. But because none of the classmates said anything that gave me the confidence that I fucking pulled it off. So mm-hmm. then after school, get to the babysitter's house who the babysitter 
uh, her daughter was in my grade. Her name was Margot. And we straight up after school, we would watch Animaniacs and Tailspin, all that shit. Mm -hmm. Sort of. I had a crush on Margot and I, I had to let her know. I had to brag about that. I pissed my pants and nobody noticed. (laughs) And then were you like, oh, are you still wearing these pissy pants at the moment you're telling her this story? Yeah, well, they they were dry at that point. <laughs> That's fine because nothing else matters. So, Hyman, yeah, please, uh, please distract <laughs> us from this. Remember, Josh, we respect you. We respect you, Josh. <laughs> That's what the silence is. I know. I'm we respect to fly you now. It's a choice of a new generation. We're pausing oh. for the listener to laugh. Yeah. That's yes. what we're pausing for. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah, we all have sitcom experience. We know how this works. You got to give the audience time. Michael Hyman, what, what did you start with with your place? You can't go home again. Sorry, John. I'm just going to tell my awful camp story now. Great. <laughs> it's, right. done. Um, it's done. It's I went, damaged. I went to. I w- so, uh, Chris, was that a YMCA camp? No. Okay. Those are, I mean, YMCA camps are super common, uh, especially with Native American appropriation. Village people. Um, I went to a YMCA camp sort of here uh, out in the, like the Riverside Mountains camp round meadow. And it was, it was a, like, like the, the first time I ever went to sleepaway camp, I had friends in the cabin and at the camp and it was a great experience. The next year I didn't go. And then I went back, went to go back the, the following year. Uh, and they moved from round meadow, which I loved to a different place called camp Whittle, which I think is out up in like mammoth area. And none of my old friends went and I was like just a little older than the other kids in my cabin. There was like a two year age range and it turned into like the most miserable camp experience I had. Like I didn't I didn't like, uh, you know, have friends, didn't, you know, get to know the kids in my cabin. For some reason, they decided I failed the swim test, even though I was a really good swimmer. So they wouldn't let me go on the canoeing day, which was one of the things I was looking forward to Uh, on horseback riding day. I got thrown off my horse. Uh, so all these bad experiences. But the worst one was one night, every night at camp, which was a tradition I really liked. We had campfire where all the cabins, like everyone would, would like, you know, sort short little hike to like kind of a remote-ish area of the camp where there was a big campfire and all the cabins would gather around and there would be various different like campfire traditions. Every night a cabin would take turns doing a skit that they would come up with. You'd sing songs the camp leaders would tell stories or do things. Um, but one particular night, I really had to poop. I like <laughs> really had to poop. This isn't a pee pant story. No, like so I said, it was worse. <laughs> I said it was worse. Uh, I got one too. So I really had to poop. And I asked my counselor, like, hey, can I go to the bathroom? I really, I have to go. And it was, the answer was just emphatically no. It was so, mm. It was just like, we're almost done. Which was, you know, not true, of course. Yeah. We're going to be almost done. And I ended up shitting my pants. Uh, <laughs> my, you know, my sweat. I was wearing purple sweatpants. You know, I'm like, <laughs> I think I was trying to think how old I was. I want to say maybe 11. That might have been. I got to say, the fact that more than yeah. one of us has a story like this really explains mm-hmm. why we've all gotten into comedy. <laughs> it's just one of those things where it's just like, oh, I'm going to take the power back. Oh yeah. <laughs> so yeah, why we why we're in comedy and not therapy or at least <laughs> Although to uh, be fair we you should can do we both. should be yeah, also doing therapy. You can do both. That yeah, is a thing we both. should also be it's doing. It's one and the same. 
Yeah. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna transition this to Josh Spence now. I I'm mean, you know the original. Worse. Oh, 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 oh no, sorry. Right. So, so the campfire finally ends. I have shat my pants. We then walk back to the cabin. Finally, after a while, so I'm walking. How far away was the cabin? It's like a tw- I don't know, 10, 20 minute walk. I, I, it, oh, it, at the time, it felt like walk. like the longest time because I had shit my pants. Sure. And all I wanted to do was go to a bathroom, like. I probably still could have shit myself more, but this was just <laughs> enough to relieve the imminent pressure, except there was shit in my pants, <laughs> which is also not good. So we get back to the cabin, and like the walk back, like other kids in the group are like, what's that smell? You know, oh. offhandedly, I, of course, am not going to say that I right. shit my pants because I well, he who smelled it dealt it. Pass it back to them. Well, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't ready to. I, I mean, Anyway, we walk back. I finally get to go to the bathroom to kind of clean myself up. My sweatpants go into a plastic bag, which they're like, you probably want to take these home for some reason. (laughs) And then after all that, when it finally cleaned up, we're ready for bed. The counselor kind of had like, like, hey, guys, let's all we all just need to talk for a second. One of the campers in the cabin had an accident tonight. (laughs) So, of course, like. I think by this point, everyone knew, but we're talking about me <laughs> as if, you know, no one knows. And it's just a mystery that's being solved. Like, hey, let's just be. And it was like a nice talk, but it was sort of like maybe not necessary to mm-hmm. you know, further single me out, and embarrass me while trying not to, even though, you know, the truth was evident at that point. That was a low point of a very awful camp experience. Super. Um, hey, fellow campers, uh, it's me, Trevor. I just wanted to let you guys know, I may not be the most popular amongst you campers, but I got news for all of you guys. I have just fully shit and pissed my pants. Take that. Mm. Uh, what? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The counselor said I needed to wait until after we were done with the Camp Hitty Ha Ha song, and then instead of singing the Camp Hitty Ha Ha song all the way through, my stomach started burbling, and so I just peed and pooped myself. Yeah. Oh my god. You are a god. You're a god. Uh This is not fair. I peed and pooped myself three different times over the last week, uh, but I didn't say what? anything because we're not supposed to say anything. You should have spoken up, dude. It's not what you do, it's how you do it, Marcus. You gotta do it the Trevor way. Loud, proud, and also in large sweatpants. It used to be your older brother. Hmm. And now I can't do it because I'm just gonna be a copycat. And that's not cool. Trevor is the bane of my existence. Hey, Marcus. I'm not the bane of your existence. I'm just an innovator and a pants ruiner. Hey, Brooke. Are you going with anybody to the last night of Camp Skit Time? Maybe we could sit next to each other, huh? Are you just thinking about it, Brooke? Uh, Answer the man, Brooke. Answer it, yeah. I'm, think, I'm, think, I'm thinking really hey, Brooke, hard. Listen, I, I, I wrote you this poem, Brooke. All right? So, it, <clears throat> dearest Brooke, I like your look. I hope you're impressed by that shit I took. I was wondering if on the last night I can read a book uh, whatever look at me Brooke Back I'm up, Marcus. Marcus no I peed chance. and pooped myself three times earlier this week Marcus, but I didn't say don't anything be so jealous and okay that, shut up Troy 
Marcus, look, I'm trying Trevor to match. has bested us. He is the best man here. Brooke, you would be crazy not to go with Trevor, okay? Look, I'm not even, I don't even swing that way, and I think Trevor is super hot now. Look, so Brooke, wouldn't you prefer a guy that's modest, that doesn't, like, brag about Marcus, and man, pissing himself? I'm right here, okay? What uh, decade are you from? My, I'm hey, sorry, I'm advanced. You know what? I'm not going to pressure her. Because, along with me being comfortable with accidents and my body needing to do what it needs to do, I'm also comfortable with a lady having time to make her own choice. So, she could pick me, or she could pick Marcus. I am fully respectable of Brooke. Also, Troy, I appreciate your open-mindedness in finding me attractive. I also think that you are one of the better-looking dudes here. High five? Just kidding, don't. I haven't washed my hands yet. Okay, well, look, I'm all on board with, with new wave feminism, so, like... I'm cool with you. Just let's not allow any women of color to get involved. Whoa. Whoa. Wow. Um, whoa. Huh? Oh. Um, it's new this old-fashioned thing is just going way too far with you. You know that the Hittahaha tribe were the first intersectional tribe in all of lower Ohio, Iowa? So it's really offensive that you would say that. Cut to. All right, guys. I'm tired of being next to you. I'm tired of being Ohio, Iowa. Okay? You take your land. You go that way. You become Iowa. I'm going to go this way, and we're going to become Ohio, and we're going to be the worst state in the country. Okay? We're going to have that weird chili. We're going to have the worst Applebee's. Okay? That's what Ohio is. So you go that way with Iowa. Ohio stays over here with stupid Joe Burrow in the future. Okay? Cut back. Oh. Sorry, just got a flash of the future or something. Answer him, Brooke. Answer him. And by the way, if anybody wants me to play Pearl Jam songs to their poetry, I'm down with it. Because Jeremy spoke in Look, class. Look, I didn't mean to offend anybody, okay? Can I'm... you play I Got Shit off their Cardiff Wales uh, experience? You know I do, bro. Wow, that's such a deep cut. It seemed appropriate. Just trying to be a new wave feminist. No. So, okay. Look, Brooke, I'm sorry I you can involve just... It's fine. Just if we could not talk about trans rights, like oh, they, trans okay. exist, okay? Oh, okay, but just okay. not involve it. Okay, okay. I've, Say I've, made, Brooke. I've made a decision. Um, first, uh, uh, Troy. Uh, Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, real quick. Okay, I got it. Here's a rose. You can give them a rose. That's what they do, right? You give them rose to the person you want to go with. Um, sure, that happens. Do none of you watch The Bachelor and The Bachelorette? Uh, no. My parents don't let me watch adult TV, so no, I don't know what you're talking about. So I'm done talking to you, Troy. Oh, you're missing out. The scandals are great. Okay. You get to watch TV? Yeah. You don't get. Your parents don't let you watch TV? No. They Man, just Marcus, this explains force, a lot. Force feed me Gloria Steinem novels or literature. I have to understand. I have to you understand. Okay. Tablature writing. Pearl Jam's Cardiff of Wales CD. And it's bootleg, so they don't make regular tablature for that. I'm stuck on that. Do you know? When you, do you know how hard it is? Wait a minute. It's the guitar player's turn. Do you know how hard it is to tell people I've learned a new song called "I Got Shit"? Okay, that's something you don't get to tell. Listen, Luke. Brooks talking now. Quiet. The music references are not cool anymore. Okay, they're just not that cool. And Marcus, you are all over the place, and I do not understand you. <laughs> Finally, Trevor. Yes, Brooke. You know, you're the. You seem to be. The most advanced boy in this group of very gross boys, but you're the grossest of the gross boys. So no, oh. 
I'm not taking any of you to the to the last night of camp dance. Boys oh, are gross. Eat it. Wow. See, this is the kind of stuff that happens in The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. You should watch it. I have no idea what that show is. Uh, Brooke, that, that's an incredibly evolved take, and I think that you're going to be the the most happy of any of us. And you know what? I think I'm going to sit down with Marcus, and I'm going to read one of these Gloria Steinem novels, because, I mean, I've only read her nonfiction stuff, so I'm looking forward to this. Brooke, you enjoy your journey. In fact, you know what? I think I'm so nervous... I think I got another pee-pee coming on. Come on, Marcus. Let's go mark ourselves. Okay, Trevor, you're going to love this one. It's about a lady with muscles. She lies and says she's in love with him. Legit. 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 Let's all get sued. Legit. 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 <laughs> legit. Uh, uh, Josh so Spence. Josh, Josh yeah. you know we're not making any money. On this podcast right now, I know. I, Literally, because okay. yeah. every time Josh speaks, we have and lost we never will. money tonight. Yeah, <laughs> because I mean, if you keep singing songs, we're gonna have to get Sanders to sell that nice new house in to to pay for a tenth of the lawsuit. I haven't seen a paycheck in months. It is ridiculous. Is it too early for a reverse mortgage, Sanders? <laughs> yes, because I think the way that works You're is not elderly. Yeah. You have to have. I obviously have no idea how reverse mortgage works. I rent. You have to have a shitload yeah. of equity in your place, and then basically yeah. it's them buying your house. They're buying your equity yeah. from you. You're just and you have to be retirement age because they yeah. they have to have a, a limited number of years that they're they're paying you back. My mother yeah. had you a have reverse to assume mortgage, so that you're going to die soon. Yep. Yes. <laughs> That's the oh, accurate version. Does that mean Tom Selleck is going to die? Trust me. Oh. Because Tom yeah. Selleck told me that uh-huh. if a reverse mortgage was trying to take advantage of seniors, mm-hmm. he wouldn't be there. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. And he's there. That mustache does not lie. Yeah. No. Actor Tom Selleck wouldn't say anything that's not He true. would not. <laughs> no. Magnum wouldn't do that to us. Pure integrity. Yeah. Josh Spence. Yeah, I can bring up a- <laughs> back to intros. Yes. What's your uh, what's I got to know. I-, I have a story about shitting. I, I mean, I-, I-, I have a feeling that this is going to segue completely away. from. Please. Yeah, of course. Oh, it's good. not about please, my please, question. Please. It's so, about shitting. Um, please, please, so, please. please let's hear the I, shitting story. I-, I just got out of high school and uh, Whoa. I-, yeah, yeah, I, had a- I had applied to Magic Mountain and got hired. Congratulations. Um, very cool. So you have to go in for like an orientation where they size you uh, for your uniforms and uh, your badge IDs and all this stuff. Was this in peak gang activity days? Uh, I'm. A, uh, when was that? Oh, I don't know. But Magic Mountain was famous for its gang presence. Okay, late, so to answer late your 90s? question, you don't know. Yes. Wait, yeah. Josh was in gangs? <laughs> Magic <laughs> Mountain has, was heavily gangified. He was, he was a leader of the Magic Mountain Ninjas. <laughs> so... Uh, I had to go to the bathroom and uh, in the, the business section of Magic Mountain, it's all bungalows. So they said orientations for four hours. You can't leave. Once you're in line, you just have to go. If you leave, you have to redo your orientation. And I'm not doing another four hours of orientation. So I'm holding it in. I'm prairie dogging it the whole time. Just beads of sweat, but I'm just muscling it through. Everything's going good. I finish. Uh, I get out. It's like, all right, cool. Got to find a bathroom. Get nervous running around which you shouldn't do if you got to go and uh <laughs> at one point it, it, it it's happening man so i like i'm looking at all the bungalows around me nobody's in the bungalow so i dropped trow uh just just it was a torpedo just all over the place it was horrible wait 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 wait, wait. yes 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 
you are running around. You you kind of looking for a bathroom. You're glossing I've, over. I was some, hoping there was like a trash can to shit in. Yeah, no but trash you're, can to shit you're in. glossing over some pretty important specifics. Yep. Oh, you're running me, all yeah. around. Where were you when you dropped in trout? In the theme park? And, yeah, where oh, in no, the no. theme park? I was park? in the business section of Magic Mountain. So there's Magic Mountain, the, the amusement park. Mm-hmm. And, and then there's, there's the like, corporate area. Oh, I thought, yeah, I thought that area. was like a metaphor business section. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I thought business was in the back. And the party was in the front. I thought that was like where the most roller coasters are. No, I'm in the mullet section of Magic Mountain. And, um, you know, there's like a country. Magic Mountain sounds like a place that's all mullet section. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the parking lot there is like a county unto its own. And then the very back. Unless you're watching the step-by-step intro. Uh, and then This the is not about you. Is, this is, is about my ocean. poop. <laughs> yes jet you were famous once i didn't bring myself up at all go on you do this every episode <laughs> so i i had to go and it was go time so i look at all the bungalow windows around me and they were all dark so nobody was in there so i dropped trow let it go it, it just <laughs> shoots out of me um <laughs> Is this? I'm imagining like (laughs) the visual of when people say throwing shit at a wall and seeing what sticks. Yeah, yeah, it was like that. Toilet survive? No, there was no toilet. It was on the high ground. It was summertime, so like it's Uh, wait. So you covered the grassy knoll in shit? (laughs) Uh, No, it was all it was all concrete. It was all concrete. So I just let it go. And um, I regret my life choices now. It's not about step by step that they led to so, this conversation. <laughs> uh, I, I had to walk home um, and it was like a five mile walk home in the summer heat. And it was pretty gamey back there. So like I'm walking and it's it's squishy and it's not fun uh, for, for the listener. I'm going to tell uh, a story about Brex three penny opera. So cool. it's gonna take so, a turn. Don't worry. So so, so I, I'm so I'm walking, and this ties it back into us and being comedy. Um, one of my friends drives by, like an acquaintance in high school. He's like, "Josh, buddy, what's going on?" He pulls over. I'm like, "Hey, Tim, what's going on?" He's like, "Hey, do you need a ride home?" I'm like, "No, no, no, no. I don't need a ride home. I don't need a ride home." He's like, "Oh, it's like a hundred degrees outside." It's not, you should get around. I was like, no, no, trust me. This is the one time I don't need a ride home. He's like, and he was like super religious. So he was like, my mom would be very like unhappy with me if I didn't help my neighbor. Said that specifically. Mm. Please hop in. Let me give you a ride home. And I was just like, he did not know what he was asking for. Okay. (laughs) And I I, I, I get in there, and as as soon as you shut the door, and it was like 100 degrees, Mm. we had the air conditioner on. So it's it, it smells right away, and like there's this one part where I know we're driving, we're at like uh, Bokeh Canyon. Mm-hmm. I can smell it. He Wait. can smell it. Bokeh Canyon. Of, yeah, Bokeh Canyon. Santa Clarita. Yeah, yeah. Which and, Santa Clarita famously runs like ten degrees hotter in the summer than the valley, and ten degrees horrible. colder in the winter. So like it's super hot there. Yeah. yeah. Uh. So so it's I know it smells. He knows it smells. We both have these sour faces on. We're not talking about it. And he's like, hey, man, I have the new Bleak 182 album. Do you want to listen to it? I'm like, yes, please. Pops it in, turns it off. Like, we're just talking about Bleak 182 the whole time to my mm-hmm. house, like, ignoring the fact it smells like shit. He's like, yeah, man, like, Travis Barker. I'm like, I know, Mark I don't Hoppus. mean to 
I don't mean to push a thread, by the way, but uh, was that the album, the Blink-182 album titled Nine? <laughs> I think it was Enema of the State. I yeah. think it was Enema right. of the State. Okay. <laughs> yeah. There we go. I, uh, I knew that there had to be a connection. So it's, it's again, it's pretty gamey back there, and I'm, I'm afraid to... I'm afraid to get out. Um, a, it was a Saturn Ion, and he had a like a white fabric interior. So oh. drops me off. He's like, "Hey, man, cool. Um, all right, I'll see you later." And he's like, giving me the look to like, "Hey, like, get the fuck out of my car." And I'm like, "Yeah, hey, man. Uh, you know, I really appreciate it." He's like, "All right, cool, man. So you know, if you want to go, that's cool." I was like, "Okay, man. Thanks." And I get out the car, and there's this just this giant oh, skid mark. Oh, oh, oh. And this very religious kid who did nothing but be nice to me, he goes, "You motherfucker!" <laughs> just drives off. <laughs> oh, wow! Thank you. It's all the small things. Oh. <laughs> I oh, love it. God. All right. Uh, so Stephen C. James, you have a you have a beautiful choice here. Um, yeah, uh, but I behind one, behind one door is the original I question know, I, I asked. I know which road I'm going down. No, no, and no, behind no, the I'm other going... door is piles of feces. Yeah. Okay, listen. Here's the thing. I peed my pants in first grade. Nobody sure. needs to hear that story. You know why? I don't need a nickname. <laughs> it's perfectly fine. I'm going a different direction. I'm going for a camp story. Yeah. yeah. I'm going for a camp story. I went to a camp that marked me in such a way that later on what? when the documentary Jesus Camp came out ah. um my friend and i were watching it and both of us were like yeah that tracks <laughs> yeah other people were like oh my god can you believe the kind of stuff going on and i was like no no no. i remember being told that i needed to be a warrior for christ even if it meant actually being a warrior um and that would also explain why now i am uh i talked with my wife once about trying to go on a, a tour of the country uh w- where i would entitle it uh, my one-man show ask questions to a liberal black atheist everything you're afraid of <laughs> Um, and my <laughs> wife was like, no, no, uh, I want you to come home. Um, Super. Henry, ha- have a, have a seat, bud. Just, uh, I just need a minute. Yep. Here for you. Hey man. Um, I just want to say you've been doing a great job at a uh, Christian camp. Uh, you've been doing your best to be a warrior for Christ. Okay. You, uh, you recite Ephesians six eleven by heart. Uh, you know the Lord's <laughs> armor like it's nobody's business. Yeah, I I think you're better suited for being a secretary for Christ. That's going to be my recommendation uh, to the man upstairs: is that you become a secretary for Christ instead of a warrior for Christ. What? Yeah, secretary. Uh, you know, you make sure that you uh, get people's information. You check if they're naughty or nice for Santa, and then you also make sure that their names are in the Lamb's Book of Life so they can get into heaven. It's a very important job, uh, but you will not be conducting any um, spiritual warfare in this lifetime or the next. Um, Dave, can I can I physically approach you, uh, Pastor Dave? Sure. Sorry, yeah, Pastor Dave. Uh, okay, now that I'm much closer to you, may I also? Yeah, that's that's a little close, but yes. May I also physically embrace you? Uh sure. Um, you know, even though you are a secretary for the Lord, you are still a brother in Christ. Um, so I receive you thusly. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> Oh my well, lord, thank you so much. I couldn't okay. have at it's 
You didn't okay. even know. I never wanted to be a warrior for Christ. I'm not a fighter. I'm a writer. Really? Yeah. So being a secretary for Christ is all I ever wanted. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. I like. I feel like I'm discovering a whole bunch of things about you right this now. This couldn't have worked out better. I mean, I know you probably spent hours in prayer thinking this would go horribly and that I'd be super mad at you. I but, did actually. I was in prayer circle and, and yeah, meditation. I was speaking in tongues with the other pastors at camp. Sure. Oh my goodness. I mean the other like cheese and rice for real, like the other <laughs> the other pastors were even involved. Like they thought they were scared that I was gonna lose it. Yeah. I, you know it's kinda like when you decide if somebody should be in a fraternity, you know, we we have the projector and you know, we shoot the picture up on the wall and we decide, you know, what their strengths and what their weaknesses are. And, and yeah, we, we thought, you know, me and cut to the meeting. Oh, I, I, I'm worried. I'm worried. He, he's, he's such a big, strong boy. Right. Uh, I mean, I don't know. He doesn't say warrior in his heart to me. Well, that's the thing. I, I see him as a gentle giant. Perhaps he's the kind to be out there. I, I just, I worry that if you put, let him down like this, he's going to break. And by break, I mean, break us. What about a receptionist for the Lord? See, that's what I'm thinking about. Yeah. Like, I know he has a 6'8 frame and like 3% body fat, but he also has the 256 words per minute. That's amazing. Oh. As much as as much as I like the 3% body fat on a guy, don't get me wrong, very attractive to see. I mean, that's almost a no. supernatural typing speed. Are, mm. are we worried that he could be possessed with a, a a demon of typing? Or it could be the Holy Spirit of uh, Qwerty. You never know. It could be either way. Yes, yeah. yes, you're right. It, this I is say, it's maybe, a hard one. Maybe not receptionist. Maybe this guy's going to be our congregation's first secretary for Christ. Guys, I think we have it. Do you think he'll take it well? I'm still worried. I don't know, man. I, I've, Timothy 312 has been on my mind a lot lately, and uh, yes. that's, you know, I'm, I'm going to let him down with the Ephesians 611. We're all, you know, very familiar with Timothy 312. You know, gentlemen, maybe we're maybe we're missing an Pastor opportunity. Pastor Jenkins, where have you been this whole time? You've been quiet. It's just like I've been you've been waiting for the I've right been, moment to I've say something. I've been absorbing the, the absorbing. gospel of the Lord uh, here. What about... Uh, marinating in the love of Christ, yes. Yes, marinating. What if... What's so funny about that? I, I just want to get out my thing here so that you can bring it to him. It seems like it. What about... Pastor Jenkins, always waiting for the right line to say at the end. Are you going to tell us something about Malachi 3.6 or maybe... I'm absolutely John not. Definitely not doing that. Because last time you came things. in with Austin 3.16 and opened up a can of whoop-ass and everybody Whoa. was silent as, to show their respect. Whoa. As you okay. Listen, you're going from the unofficial books here. They're not supposed to know that. They keep okay. that on the down low. But what I was going to say, what about a stenographer for Christ? Oh, that's good. That's good. Hey, uh, Pastor, I got a quick question for you. Earlier when you mentioned uh, Timothy 312, I got to say, was that first or second Timothy? Because there's like two Timothys and I'm like, it's been boiling in my brain. Like, does he mean that a deacon must be faithful to his wife and manage his children in his household? Because like, that's kind of you managing this guy. Or is it like second, where it's like all that will live godly in Christ, Jesus Christ will suffer his persecution? We're in... And I'm just trying to figure out like which it's a first or second Timothy. It's ever since you said it, I've been like right there, and I if didn't want to interrupt because okay. Cut back, Pastor Dave. I like I just 
I can't imagine the whole meeting with all the pastors. Was Pastor Jenkins there? Pastor Jenkins was there, and he's just... <sighs> you know, the thing about Pastor Jenkins, he's, just, he's such a topper. You know, he, he, <laughs> he waits for his moment, and he waits for, like, the right thing to say at the very end, like... That's what you I was know? wondering. Did he like? Did he like take forever to really say nothing at all? He said nothing <laughs> at all. Can can I confide in you for a minute? It's like you, you know what can. I, I made such. I think you know. Thank you for letting me. I mean, I am I am a secretary for Christ, so like I just need to know all your secrets. See, that's the thing. You said secretary. Let me share with you what happened. I I had laid such good groundwork dropping Ephesians six eleven, and by the way, it was First Timothy. 312 because we're in Henrietta, Texas, so you know it's the King James Version and not the New International Version. Oh, but yeah. First anyways, Timothy 312. A deacon must be faithful to his wife and must manage thank, his children and his household thank well. Thank you. Thank you. So everybody's on this secretary tip. And then here comes Wait, Jenkins. but what is what is First Timothy, what is a deacon being faithful to his wife and managing his children's household well have to do with me being a secretary? Because I see that in you. That's the steps. You go from secretary to head secretary, to junior pastor, to senior pastor, to pastor pastor. Wait, did you mean... And you have that. Did, oh, wait, did you mean the other one? The let the deacons be the husbands of one wife ruling their children in their own houses? Well, <laughs> wait, I guess I'm also failing to see how that has anything to do with me being a secretary. It's on the way. You'll see the dots. You don't get the message to you all in one shot. Let the Lord reveal oh, himself I'm to so, you. Oh, wait, you mean, you mean to Timothy. Yea, and all that will live godly Thank in Christ you. Jesus shall yes. suffer persecution. Thank you. So anyways, that so, H-E-double-L hockey sticks. Pastor wait, so Jenkins. I'm suffering persecution because I'm his secretary? <gasps> oh, no, this is your persecution. I'm persecuting you. Oh, my goodness. Right I'm cheese and rice. I, feel, I, feel I figured it out. Pastor yeah. Dave, I'm so sorry for questioning your your godliness. You're so, you know, everything. Um, Thank you. That's all I've been trying to say. Legit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's almost like if you write a book long enough, you can make it mean anything you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jeff, do you have any poop stories? Uh, um, so, no, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, well, I yeah. was actually, I was not done was with camp yet. halfway through that story. Yeah, right, I was not go. done with camp oh, yet. Oh, my God. I want to hear um, the rest of this. So, so now's camp... the time for our ad. <laughs> oh, okay. Let's go. <laughs> no, no, no. no, no go, 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 Steven. Go, go so, Steven. I was joking. My, uh, this camp was so super religious. It was co ed, except there were separate swim times for the boys and the girls. So that we, and you had to be covered male and female, had to be covered from neck to ankle whoa you had to wear like shirts and towels wrapped around you uh so that no skin was exposed was this a mormon camp? no one was allowed to wear shorts no one was allowed to wear it was a very religious camp uh there was a six inch rule you had to be you could not be closer than six inches uh from someone of the opposite sex um and this camp and leave room for jesus this is something that i found out uh very recently so this camp was independent baptist now i knew at the time I knew at the time that the independent Baptists had split from the Southern Baptists for being too liberal because the Southern Baptists (laughs) wanted to let their women wear pants. (laughs) But it turns out that the Southern Baptists split from the other Baptists before that because the Southern Baptists wanted to say, listen, a person can still be a pastor and own slaves. 
So I found out that I was going to a church camp that was run by the people that were who the racists weren't sexist enough for. Um, so I've been, wow. yeah. So this was like every week over summer. And then like that year, wow. like my, my year that I remember the most, we won the overall camp award because I came in third place in the preacher boy contest. And that was enough <laughs> points uh, to put us over the top, which is you had to be like a, a teen preacher and you had to prep like a lesson uh, and deliver like a mini 10 minute sermon. Uh, and basically it was drama and improv. That's all I was doing. I was like, let me get a suggestion of a book of the Bible. James. Great. Let's go. And uh, <laughs> third place. Yeah. Nailed it. Nice. Uh, yeah. We, uh, let's hear that poop story, Jeff. Oh, geez. Uh, okay. But before right. we get to that poop story, let's actually get an ad. Yes. Mm-hmm. Let's leave them hanging. Yep, from uh, one of our big labels. I just, sorry, that racists weren't sexist (laughs) enough for. Uh, Uh, Michael Hyman, I think you've got an ad queued up for us. Let's uh, let's hear who you you got us this time. Oh, yeah, it's usually come later. Or we can take it back and do this the the way that Josh wants to do this. I I don't know what you're talking about. What does Josh want? Josh doesn't want anything. He just wanted to follow. All right. Yes. Okay. Let's do this the usual way then. Hey, Stephen C. James, before we uh, before we get to mine, let's leave this on a cliffhanger with an ad from you. I think you've got something uh, ready for us. (laughs) Yeah, sure. I sure do. Uh, Let me go ahead and pop that tape in. Hello. Are you perhaps someone who spent the last nine months talking about how everything in this pandemic is a complete hoax and no one should believe anything that's happening? Well, now you might be going through what's been happening with a lot of those same folks. Suddenly, you've got a fever. You've lost your taste of smell and you think that's it. You've got coronavirus. Well, fortunately for you, we have the thing that you need. Is it a vaccine? No. Is it an advanced treatment? No. It's our new formula, Novid, brought to you the makers of Kohai. All of this is so that way you can pretend you don't have anything wrong with you. It doesn't cure your symptoms, it just masks them from others. Don't worry, you don't have to wear an actual mask. It just masks them from others. It lets you keep up the appearance of not believing what's going on right in front of your eyes and pretending everything's fine despite the deaths of 200,000 of your fellow Americans. Are you perhaps a highly ranked Republican official who's still trying to hang on to your position despite the people now knowing that you don't care about anybody? Well, that's fine. You can just use Novid. Are you worried because suddenly your news show might get canceled once people find out that you've been lying to them for the sake of appetizers? That's perfectly fine. You can try Novid. Are you a racist and somehow sexist female basketball partial owner who's desiring to hold on to your seat in Congress despite the fact that you are completely morally bankrupt and also named Kelly Loeffler? It's fine. You can try Novid. It'll hide those symptoms just like you want. Because remember, if there's anything you're good at, it's hiding the truth. Perhaps your father is the kind of person who's giving you the same relationship that his father gave him, one completely devoid of love. It's fine. You can have Novid, and then you can make jokes in the middle of a pandemic about cleaning your guns because you got no soul and you got coronavirus. Novid. Available now at your local whites-only drugstore. 
So you guys ever do like a Hallelujah night instead of a Halloween night? Where you just listen to the song Hallelujah? No, no. It's so uh, by David Gray. Do you go? Do you go? Uh, Jeff Buckley and there then Rufus Wainwright. Yeah, I'd go with the Jeff Buckley Hallelujah. There you go with David Gray, and then you back all the way up to Leonard Cohen. Yeah, there we go. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. No. Uh, so the church I used to go to, uh, we, it was a born again uh, Christian church, and what they would do instead of Halloween night. They would have a hallelujah night. Oh. And you would you would play games like shout at the devil where like you yell at the devil and then the devil like deflates and <laughs> then they would give you candy. Or like uh there's another game called like running with the devil where like it Wait. was like the pistol game where like you know it was like the horses and the water pistol game, but one of them was like the devil. Both of those metal songs? Yeah. Yeah, you Is were, it shout yeah. at the devil. <laughs> That's like a whole Motley Crue album, right? You have to appreciate the irony of this. Yes, mm-hmm. I'm. I'm being Run forced in to go with to the this. devil. Yeah, okay. That's Van Shout. Halen. Yeah, Shout. yeah. Keep going, Mike. You had it. No, it's done. <laughs> yep, that's just as much no, as we did. I yeah. want to stop short of getting sued. I care about seconds. the podcast longevity. We can go seven Josh. seconds and be fine. <laughs> Maybe I don't want to risk cutting it close. Yeah, Panama. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, now it's a now back to jet podcast. shitting himself. <laughs> yeah, we're not. Uh, this podcast does not end until we mm. get a jet shitting himself story. You know what? Uh, I I, I kind of wish we did the supple dumps ad on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no, that would be forced. Right, this yeah. like, this was not this was not planned. It was not. Yep. This episode did not start with the plan of talking about shitting. Oh God, ourselves. no! This started with the plan of talking about wholesome memories. No, and no, no, childhood no, no. Experiences. Much like people shitting themselves, this happened organically. Right, listeners. If you rewind this podcast, you'll you'll clearly hear Jack going, "Hey guys, when was the first time you shit your pants in public?" I, that was the question I remember. So with that said, Jet. Uh, yeah, I was I was racking my brains on this when I realized this is actually one of those great examples of uh, of adulthood uh, and how it all comes full circle. It's one of these things of uh, there's a certain point in your life where you think you're done with poop being an important part of your life. It's like, you know, when you're a kid, it's like this big thing that, uh, you know, it, it, it comes up in all these wrong ways, like we're talking about here of shitting yourself in terrible situations. And then at some point you assume, OK, cool. Now it's it's under control. But then what, one thing that happens is you have kids of your own and now poops a part of your life constantly. You have pets poops a part of your life constantly. And then as you get older, like weird things happen that you would never expect that make poop a part of your life. Um for me, the thing, and this was this was happening during the I mean, earlier days of. Not to of, brag, but uh-huh. poop is still a part of my life. Like I poop, yeah, yeah, generally daily. Sure, sure. Ooh. Well, so, well, but you well. don't necessarily Big have to bed. think that much about it. Well, mine's have been more solid. Pardon us, Professor Poo Poo. Yeah, I don't let a day go by without pooping. <laughs> uh, but for me, a few years ago, I was having a problem that was like it was it was super embarrassing. I was trying to figure out what the hell's going on, which uh, tell us now, which could be uh, described best as fecal incontinence. Uh, or, or even Yikes. better, better that 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 thing you hear about in every single joke about medication uh, side effects on television, uh, anal leakage, uh, which is the worst thing. But basically, what it comes down to is the classic skid marks um, in your underwear. Uh, but like it was unpleasant and awkward and at the wrong fucking times. And like we, we, you know, we were we were we were co-running uh, at that wh- time. Um, uh, when when are the right times? 
<laughs> Sorry, uh, you said it the wrong times. It's a fair question. Absolutely. Okay. I, right. I don't think there are any right times, but this okay. was like all the time. Okay. Uh, and especially like toward the end of the day. So like we were co-running a theater at that time. We were helping run Revolution Theater. Uh, shout out to that because that's a great thing to tie to this story. Thanks uh, for catching us like, in the specific dates too. Now I know exactly when this was happening. Walking <laughs> a half mile to it would get incredibly physically uncomfortable. I used to have to carry wet wipes with me. And I'm like, what the hell is wrong with me? what's the problem so i contact my doctor and you know because that's a really comfortable conversation but of course that's what you can do with the doctor you tell them the honest stuff and you know he gives me a few possibilities of what it could be but we'll go ahead and we'll we'll uh we'll take you know we'll do some run a few tests eventually i end up at uh, a specialist i get uh, a flexible sigmoidoscopy a poop specialist <laughs> yes a gastroenterologist a wait a proctologist uh, yeah Oh. No, no, no. Uh, Very yeah. different. Very That's different, a doctor yes. of yeah. the butt. There yes. are doctors of poop. Yeah. Uh, but this was a. Uh, there are uh, poop I transplants. I went no. through like several specialists where I got. I had. I had That's a, real. I saw that stuff. That's real. We'll talk about it a after. Flexible sigmoidoscopy done, which was one of the most uncomfortable experiences in the Say world. Say that one more time. A what? A flexible sigmoidoscopy. Holy cow. Uh, which, yeah, that was like a, that was, that was incredibly unpleasant. Um, there was another set of tests where they literally like they shoved a balloon up there and inflated it and I had to squeeze it and they were able, they were testing the strength of it. And, and the point, like the, the, the annoying thing in this is like every one of these tests, which are just insanely unpleasant is each each one result is you're fine like all of your your muscle strength is great you're yeah everything's responding perfectly we have no idea what's going on and your muscle strength was fine of yes your muscle strength much, was perfect yes how much does your butt bench press uh 150 i don't oh, know on what okay. scale that's though. i don't know if that's pounds okay. if that's super what in the lord's name sigmoid sigmoid yes. Yes. Flexible sigmoidoscopy. Get your butt over here right now. What is it? What is it now? What did I do? What, oh, <laughs> is that the way you talk to your father? Oh, he, he is in this house. Yes, you, 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 you yell at me. You rule me around like this. You, you set me up for these sorts of things. You want me to wrap myself out, and I'm not doing it, Dad. I'm not doing it this time. And not ratting yourself out. You live in my house you live under my rules and my roof sigmoid what did we did we leave these legos laying around so that i and your mother and your younger sister could step on them they are not lying around. I will have you know that this is a perfect scale diorama of early Irish farmland. And this is the exact place. I hurt my foot, Sigmoid. I hurt my foot. It hurt. See? Well, you See? You should be looking where you're going. This is not just on me. The uh, parents. Take responsibilities to, for yourself. I was trying to jump rope in the living room and I stepped on one of your dumb stupid Legos, Sigmoid. Oscopy, I'm very sorry. I'm very sorry that you stepped on one of those. Okay? Don't coddle him. Don't coddle him. He has choices. He can be hey. careful. He can look around. Your well, sister girl. is a girl. Sigmoid. That's mean. How dare you? This is not funny, Sigmoid. I haven't developed yet. You and your friends are always making fun of me because I've got an atypical body. But I'm proud of my atypical body. 
And I know we didn't help it by naming her Oscopy. Okay, that's a very that's a very ambiguous name, right? It's I not- just think. I think you should be more aware of your your gender as you grow up and pay attention and maybe one day you'll decide that this is not the gender that was assigned to you at birth. What do you know, Sigmoid? Up your butt. Well. Cut to a garage jam session. All right, man. So, like, I wanted to have the name of the band be something called, like, Anal Leakage. But you're telling me we should go in, like, more of a Van Halen approach where it's named after somebody? And you're saying it should be named after you. This is what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I feel like it's a it's a rockin' name. Well, you better have like a really weird like name. What is it? It's, it's Sigmoid. And if we, you know what? We'll get my little sister in here. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll combine her with mine, and we'll talk about just how how uh, how much range this band has, and we'll be flexible Sigmoidoscopy. Uh, hi, I play a mean tambourine. Shut up. You shut up. Why don't you go climb up somebody's butt? <laughs> God, you guys are like the Van Halen brothers. Jeez. Oh, Sigmoid, Sigmoid. See, oh, I t- said you t- people will mistake you for a boy. T- hey, do you, mom. Yes, yes, mom. I, I want to see. Are you bothering your brother at his band play date? No, I'm in the band. Yeah, we we we, we need uh, her. We need her at least for the namesake. Okay. Oh, okay, my mistake. Do you all want cucumber sandwiches? Oh yes, please. I'd love one, mommy. Yes, please. Can I have two? Salt and paprika, please. Okay. Here. Um, I'll just put I'm, the I'll just put the tray down and I'll go get some nice nice uh, fresh lemonade for you all. No, no, don't leave yet. Can you cut the corners off it? But I'll also have the salt and paprika as well. But take the crust. There's off, no actually. crust already. Look, they're just little cucumber sandwiches and pure white bread with cream cheese and no crusts. Just nice and soft. Yeah, what kind of Philistine do you think our mom is? Can we do it without the cream cheese? It, it's it's starting to have an effect on my bowels. Of course, I'll come back with just plain cucumbers. You know what? I won't even cut one up. I'll just bring you a cucumber that you could just snack on at your leisure. Yeah, up your butt, Sigmund. Eh, snack on it up your butt. I'm sorry, did you say leisure? <laughs> I did. That's what I said. Hey, our mom's from the Midwest. Don't be a dick. Okay. She's a treasure. <laughs> Cut to the kitchen. Are those annoying children done with my garage yet? I have things to do. Honey, they're having a band play day. You have to let them explore their artistic pursuits. They're seriously shitting all over my garage. Cut back to the band play date. Have you... Wait, what's that on the floor? Um, What? I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't... don't I don't know. This you is don't, our garage. You think we know, but I don't see. Just a, it's okay. just a spot. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna ignore that. Um, second question. Hey guys, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say we should start playing really really loud because our parents are both inside the house all by themselves, and there's never not kids in the house, so they might be having you know intimate uh, adult time. You know what I mean? So let's let's start the music going. I'm gonna start banging my tambourine because I don't want to hear our dad. You know. Banging mom's tambourine. Cut to the kitchen. If you wanted to spread that cream cheese a little harder. I'll spread it all over that cucumber. Cut back. I really hope mom didn't finish off my Wendy's Frosty because I had like four sips left and I asked her politely, please don't eat my so- my Wendy's Frosty. Because uh, I like to like take the bits that I dip French fries in it, uh-huh. but then I save the like salty stuff at the bottom and I drink that. And it's like it's very salty, you know, it's, yeah, it's so good. Cut to the kitchen. 
Oscopy is going to be so mad at you. Oh my god. It's okay. I can't I'll believe. let him have a pop and then he'll forget all about it. Her! Her! Oh my gosh! You gave birth to her! We you know named her Oscopy! Sorry, I just am so... I'm so sugar rushed on off the rest of that frosty. I so have completely lost that, my boner. Wicked bagging you gave me. Cut back to the garage. Yeah, so Oscopy was my grandmother's name, so that's why I feel proud to be. I'm like the fourth Oscopy in our family. It's very feminine back in the old country. No one asked you. No one asked you. Why are you still talking? Because I thought it would make a good song. Oscar P, there's a girl inside of me. In fact, the girl is all of me. It's a girl that no one seems to see. Come on, it's good. All right, kids, band practice is over. Your mother pissed me off. Get out. And after I spread cream cheese on your cucumber. Ah, here she is again. Have you noticed that about your mom? She always comes in at the very last minute to be a topper on things. Yeah, she also is so quiet right up until that moment, too. <laughs> do you all want to pop? Like I said, she's a treasure. I, I just, I really want to move past this. Can you, do you just want to pop? I'll get you all pop. Okay, let's play this song for your parents. It's going to be in a 4-4 major. No, get out of my garage. Or what, are you going to hit us with the taser? It's gay garage. Legit. Legit. Uh, so anyway, there is a resolution to my situation, okay. by the way. Yeah, Please this is not an ongoing thing. Is it with you taking a poop yeah. in public? Uh, it, it basically, uh, the, the the specialist said, well, why don't you see a physical therapist? And I'm like, this that's that's a dumb suggestion because we know like that you've you've agreed. There's no problem with with the musculature or anything. No strength issues. Like, what is a physical therapist going to do for me? But like they had no other ideas. So finally, I'm like, fine, I'll see the physical therapist. And so I meet with this guy. He asked me a couple very, very basic questions. And instantly he's like, yeah, this is normal. You need more fiber. What? You like, need so, more fiber. Wait, you were so devoid of fiber that you it was just like your body was leaking poop. There was nothing. Was there was nothing slowing it down. He, he said this is yeah. so incredibly common. Most people don't actually think about it. He's but he said the vast majority of Americans have nowhere remotely near enough fiber in their diets. Wow. And so like we went over my diet and like it was decent, but it just wasn't enough. And it, it, it's a cumulative effect. And he was like, yeah, you just need more fiber. And he gives me like this list of uh, fruits and vegetables that are high in fiber. He's also said like you can take Metamucil is like, you know, you want to lean on specific things, um, but mainly just get a lot more fiber in your diet. And so that's when I reached Metamucil age. Um, <laughs> although I'm not literally taking Metamucil anymore. I take supplements like Kirkland brand supplements, but also I'm paying attention to like anytime I Shout eat somewhere. Yeah. Anytime I eat somewhere is like optionally, you can get avocado added to this. It's like, yes, I love avocado anyway. It's super high in fiber. Let's do it. He even told me like one of his patients who he had been through with this was like the patient told him, I started eating mangoes and everything was better. Tell everybody to eat mangoes. It was the mangoes that solved my problem. Mangoes are delicious. I'm surprised that there's apparently, I, I thought it was like too much fiber and you pooped yourself, but apparently That's there's like this sweet spot where it's like yeah. too much fiber not enough fiber 
you're going to wind up pooping yourself. Well, basically the difference is like too much fiber and then like it's too dense and it become, yeah, but too little and there's nothing to, to hold on to, to coalesce, like it doesn't hold. And so you end up with like oil. So <laughs> I am really, Fun really, I was about to say, this is just super compelling uh, to listen to these five dudes talking about pooping. I mean, this is compelling to switch to a plant-based diet. Super. Going into the public bathroom by myself. Into the stall. Hey, man, just trying to take a piss. You don't need to whistle to yourself to make you feel this better. Just take take your... Do whatever you're going to do. I'm just going to be here. Okay. Uh, taking a pee. Uh, oh. Do, 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 do. Taking a pee in the public bathroom. La, 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 la. I'm here in the stall taking a poop. I guess now we all have to sing about what we're doing. Oh, la, I, la, 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 la. Oh, there's other people in this bathroom? I, I did not... I, I kept my feet up because I was hoping it would la, seem like no one was la, here. But la, now la, that la, I know la. there's other people here, okay. I can relax and just... Hey, how, how's the hanging, guys? Don't mind me. I'm just yeah, going to sweep up in here. Sweeping up in the bathroom. Sweeping up the poop and the pee on the floor. Conversation while I'm Done peeing. Gonna pull up my pants. Because I dropped them to my ankles. Just sitting here reading my phone. Playing Scrabble on my phone in a public bathroom. You know, when I got in here, I was really self-conscious, but... Just hit oh, bingo. Seven-letter words. Have amazing voices. Maybe Whoa. we do a song together? Do you guys know Pearl Jam or maybe some Lifehouse? Or... Legit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we missed uh, our... That was our opportunity dude. to do Three Penny Opera. <laughs> Mac the knife, guys. <laughs> Cut back, we cut back, we cut back. <laughs> no, we don't. It's done. It's over. Uh, hey. We have time for one more ad uh, that Michael Hyman has ready for us. So let's get that one done. Yes. Okay. We'll wrap up this show. Yes. Okay. Here it is. Putting it in. Those are great sound effects, Mike. Can you yeah. actually put it in now? Oh, sorry. I was wasting time with the sound effects. Hey there! Is your Reliant-class starship feeling faulty? Are your acquisitions not coming in? Are your female profits lowering your profits? Well, you need self-sealing stem bolts. You know stem bolts, the thing that holds everything together, but they just come loose on their own. Well, now you need self-sealing stem bolts. Don't take it to me from me, nameless ad guy. Take it from Wallace Shawn world-renowned actor and star of The Princess Bride. I love self-stealing sealing stem bolts so much, the, 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 the fact that we didn't have them in the world before is inconceivable! <laughs> See, he said the thing you wanted him to say. Now, don't you want to buy this product now? Self-sealing stem bolts for all your sealing needs. It's 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 interesting that uh, that uh, Wallace or, or or Wally uh, as as some people like to call him uh, his friends. went for the we get it you're famous went for the Princess Bride reference instead of the Grand Negus uh, that he played in in Deep Space Nine it just shows just the range of his career mm -hmm. oh I gotta say it's the thing I wanted him to say <laughs> yeah, he said like true. he 
it was awesome. Like I was like, yeah. oh, come on, say inconceivable, say inconceivable. <laughs> or I either want him to say that or I want him to say, boy, this really has been a great dinner with Andre. Uh, one of those two. Those are my two favorite lines of his. I love, uh, but yeah, one of those two. Uh, Wait, was Jet also in Deep Space Nine? Yeah. <laughs> now I, I did do a movie with Wallace Shawn when I was a kid. Uh, yeah, yeah. Was yeah. he your uncle Great Wally? <laughs> no, he was. Uh, he was my best friend's dad. Who uh, the the main character, the main kid. Uh, was ashamed of his incredibly nerdy father played by Wallace Shawn. So didn't want him to do the father son picnic with him. So he hired a bodybuilder to play his dad for the father son picnic. The fa- the, the bodybuilder he hired, by the way, was Nick Cassavetes. <laughs> Wait, um, Nick Cassavetes, uh, son of John Cassavetes. He went on to be a, uh, a major director in his own right. He directed The Notebook. Uh, he directed a bunch of extremely notable films and is a well-accomplished director now. But at the time, he was just he was just acting and doing some some movie in Salt Lake City uh, that uh, ended up on the Disney Channel. It's actually a pretty good movie. People really like it. It's called Just Like Dad. And it, it was it was actually a really fun film. I'm looking it up. It had uh, Laura Ennis in it as well, who went on oh. to be a regular on on uh, ER. Holy crap. Uh, it's a really fun. Were film. you on ER too? Uh, yeah. Yes, I was in the pilot of ER. Oh wow! No joke. Oh yeah, I wow. was uh, I was Doctor Green's uh, Doctor Ross's first patient. Jet on a uh, on IMDb, you're actually billed above Laura Innes. <laughs> okay, right where you yeah. should be. Your fourth build on IMDb for this movie. Oh no, that's that's true. That is actually that is accurate. I was the best friend, so I was in a lot more of it. Uh, at the time, nobody knew who she was yet, so she wasn't she wasn't playing a major role. She was the love interest of. Wallace Shawn, I think, but I think she was in less of it than I was. A little non sequitur, but because we are in this realm of the pelvic region for the episode, and now we're on like names, and we played with names earlier. Earlier today, I saw the word pelvis, mm-hmm. and I had this sudden realization that Elvis He's laughing already. Presley mm-hmm. is P. Elvis. If you do last name first, pelvis, oh, yeah. which he is famous for his pelvic movements. Oh, see, that's wait. The res- did Josh say that? Because we all took a a that's nice, respectful Josh. I, I think I think that. on that deep respect for Chris Sanders, it's was time this to on wrap purpose? Was this on purpose? <laughs> we respect you, man. Oh, a lot of respect. All right, uh, I want to thank Elvis. Uh, some of my favorite people in the world uh, for doing this. I deserve every respect. P. Elvis. That's what it sounds like, guys. Is that what that sounds like when I do it? Uh, it's what that sounds like. Now you know. You know. <laughs> I'm. I'm so. You know what? I'm glad we did this intervention. I'm. I'm so sorry. That was. Look, I'm literally all shook up because of this. Because mm. of this, I'll be a better man. Speaking of music, check out uh, our musician, Matt Walker, who did the intro and outro music. You can find his website in the show notes. He's got a lot more songs than that, and they're all fantastic. You can subscribe to us if you haven't already. I don't know how you're listening to this if you didn't, but please subscribe to us on whatever service you've got. Leave us a review and tell your friends about us. If you enjoyed it, tell your friends. If you didn't enjoy it, tell your enemies. Yeah, St. Anger. Uh, but tell people. Tell people to listen to our podcast. And just tell people to up their fiber content, too. Yeah. Yes. If there's no other takeaway from this shitty, shitty episode, it's up your fiber. There's nothing worse than being a defrosted slurping machine. You definitely don't want a leaky sphincter. And that's it. Legit. Jack, can I start recording now, please?
Oh God, please start now. I don't believe anything's on Oh my time I kick the door On its hinges Just so I can move on Doop-a-doop-a-doop, <laughs> next to Michael Hyman while he puts in his tape. Clickety-clack-clack, pushing buttons on a tape recorder. <laughs> I have the dumbest best friends.